Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Welcome to a transformative episode of The Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. In this enlightening installment, we embark on a journey to unravel the intricate dynamics of wealth, ease, and purpose amidst the challenges life presents. Life has a remarkable way of throwing punches, and when you find the strength to rise after being knocked down, those moments of resilience become the indelible imprints on your memory. The episode underscores the profound truth that our focus gravitates towards the actions we take to rise after adversity strikes. A central theme of this episode revolves around the power of giving as a force that orders ease into our lives. When you extend a helping hand or share your resources, a vibrational shift occurs, ushering in a sense of ease and abundance. It's a reminder that, even in moments of uncertainty, the act of giving can guide us toward clarity and purpose. Discipline emerges as a vital ingredient on the path to success, with commitment as its foundation. However, commitment alone lacks its potency without a financial investment. The message here is clear. To achieve your goals, you must be willing to invest your resources. The notion that you cannot lose money when you give underscores the idea that the act of giving is a powerful investment, often yielding returns in unexpected ways. It's a reminder that generosity and financial gain are not mutually exclusive. 
The episode cautions against pushback, which is likened to the devil's playground. When you encounter resistance and pushback in your pursuits, it may be a sign that you're on the wrong path. Clarity and ease are often absent in the face of confusion, and it's a signal that a change in direction may be necessary. Join us in this thought-provoking episode of The Secret to Success as we navigate the complexities of life's challenges, weaving wealth, ease, and purpose into the fabric of our journeys. Discover the transformative power of giving, discipline, and recognizing when to pivot in the face of resistance. Tune in and unlock the secrets to embracing abundance and purpose in the face of life's trials and tribulations. You got to be careful who you allow in your your back passenger seats too. Sometimes you got backseat drivers who, mm, I'm stopping it. Sometimes you got some backseat drivers, you just got to be like, you know what, you can't ride in my car no more, bye. Because we going through this storm and you trying to park, I'm trying to keep going. I'm, mm-mm. No, thank you. I like to play in the rain, but I don't like staying parked in the store. And you know what, though, Deanna, I was telling Prophet, I said, sometimes people like like the, uh, like to have a pity party. Mm-hmm. And I don't know his former wife. I've never met her, but I just, I was feeling that from her because I was like, I said, because if everyone's saying, oh, it's okay, and they feel, and they feel sorry for her, some people, that's their, that's their payment. Some people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody feeling sorry for me. Oh, please don't. But sometimes I think that sometimes that's where people will sit in, and that's why they own stuff yeah. because of what comes from it. Misery loves company, and once it has company, it's happy. That's right. And then you, then you have okay, so prophet was her hero was her savior she was a victim he was a savior so why wouldn't she call him and be the victim so he can come save her i didn't look at it like that wow I mean, me and you have had some long conversations writing your book, and I've picked up on some things. And because the moment, the moment you were no longer the hero, what happened? Mm. So you gotta that story about the little the girl and her dad. It it can it can give a point to so many different things, but the one that I take away the most is be careful who you have in your passenger seat. I've learned that watching Antonio, I've learned it being the passenger seat in Antonio's car, because it's sometimes, I was like, park it here. And we was both parked in the store that we didn't need to be in because of me. So you got to be careful who's in your passenger seat. Is it a woe is me or is it a man? Look, let's get through this storm because I don't want to sit in it no longer than you do. And then when Antonio's always telling us, hey, be careful. Can't nobody else plant your garden unless you allow them to. And for the longest, because you were her hero. And if you know, if you, and if you start noticing, everyone comes to you because profit, regardless of your current physical situation, you are the hero. 
your niece came and stayed with you your niece called you for help your, your ex called you telling you what was going on because she expected you to make it better your sister going through something she called you expecting you to make it better regardless of your physical position you are the hero you don't have to be able to get up and walk around yet to be the hero Papa Jerry you are Uncle Jerome I just Uncle came Jerome. on here I know I, I know I don't want to hear that okay on oh, my back <laughs> Uncle Jerome is the hero in his family too yeah yeah everybody call him yeah and the brighter your light the more you will get called upon I'm gonna call Uncle Jerome you know I'll just play it because <laughs> as Antonio tell us you can't be the light in light he used to say that all the time and I hated it when he said it because he was right if I want to shine bright I got to go to the dark I don't want the dark I don't want to be nowhere near it I just came out of it my damn self I don't want to go back shoo that's a valid point that's a valid point okay I'm I'm look I I'm just I'm you you the maid log on the phone booth come on. <laughs> it's interesting that you said that, and I think that's it's a great point. But I've also learned because of that sometimes you got to be in eclipse too. You got to know when to turn that light off of them and shine in a different direction. And that has been my experience. And from that experience, that's what made me stronger and allowed me to shine brighter. So sometimes you got to be in eclipse to. Uh, come on, Law. I like Watch that. yourself, Law. Watch it. <laughs> come on. That was my hardest part, especially okay. when it comes to family. That was the hardest part. Let me go eclipse on these hoes. No, let me <laughs> yelling. <laughs> Y'all ignore me. <laughs> I knew what you were about to say. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> ah. Be like, I'm going to love you way over that. Check this eclipse, boo. <laughs> It, but it's this man it's it I've just I've just learned over the years that and I, I and another thing I picked up on profit is there has to be a curiosity for more there has to you have to the only way that I would have been open even though I fought tooth and nail every step of the way for the past like eight, eight and a half years I had to have a curiosity for me to vibrate at Antonio's teachings for me to even get to a point where I reach out because of my curiosities and from there as long as I stay curious it opened up more for me and over the years my curiosity is driving what I do. My curiosity for all around enlightenment. How do I get there? And and it wasn't even enlightenment. I just wanted to be whole. Because I realized as a victim, I was all kinds of broken. And remembering my brokenness drives me to want to as the Antonio gonna have to help me I think is a Chinese proverb when they not a proverb but 
in the Chinese culture, when they break things, they don't just discard them. But in the American culture, when it's broken, it's discarded. Well, I didn't want to, I already felt discarded because I was broken. But in the Chinese culture, instead of using super glue, they use gold to mend the cracks of the broken. And that made me feel good because I, that made me, that helped me understand I still have value even though I was broken. So it just, it made me, I, my drive for wholeness is so, and I'm saying is on purpose, is so strong to where I don't even like the feeling of being a victim anymore. Now, mind you, scientifically i'm addicted to being a victim but the emotions that come along with victimhood i don't desire those emotions anymore those emotion those emotions were doubt fear you name it depression low self-esteem low self-image i don't like how i felt and in this part of my journey how i feel is important to me because i understand that my emotions plus my thought equals creation and I'm tired of creating victim I want to create whole now it's a journey because that physical wholeness mm, Oreos be too good sometimes let me tell y'all something I'm so sorry Antonio well I <laughs> I mean, you can't plant better you can't dominate you gotta teach they real no, just play. <laughs> Good. that was the best 12 minute class ever <laughs> but i mean but y'all think about it. all of y'all are here none of you are the same person you were before you got here because of your curiosity your curiosity is the reason you stayed as long as you stayed your curiosity is also the reason you signed on this morning because you are feeling better in your life and you don't want to go back to the old feeling see victims they live in what they are you realize there's more to you than just being a victim think about it prophet before you got here yes you are a prophet i have to i told my sister-in-law what you had said and she looked at me and she laughed she said well y'all better get on it d because you know you 40 i was like girl look hold on hold what you got We're talking about sons like wait a minute the the look the the last one can feed herself okay my biological last one can feed himself shower by himself dress himself and you trying to put me back into one that's got to be up every two hours how dare you but <laughs> but before you got here think about it you prophet we have seen you change like you look different on camera whether you think you do or not you look different on camera because you're not the same person you were because your curiosity kept you here. See, victims are no longer curious kids. They're just broken adults that haven't made it out of the cemetery yet. Antonio used to give us this analogy That's where reverend. <laughs> Antonio used to give us this analogy about well, it started off with Les Brown saying the richest place 
in the world is the graveyard. And Antonio used to tell us everybody we meet is already in their grave. Nobody is living. But when you start living, you start coming out the grave. Well, we get to a point where we're out the grave, but we're still dirty and we're still complaining like we're in the grave. Forgetting the most important part. We're not in the grave anymore. We're still in the cemetery, but we're out the grave. We just dirty. Now we got to get out the cemetery so we can go clean up. And for victims, it's, I'm still in the cemetery though. They don't see the fact that they're out of the, they're out of the, the grave. And the more on this journey I am, the more I just want to pour into those who are broken because I know how it feels to be broken. And I'm not talking about the brokenness of what I was taught in life, the brokenness of this or that. I'm just saying me as me. I know how it felt to to be so broken. I'm asking the question, what is the purpose of my life? And when you start asking those questions, the curiosities, the universe, God, the one infinite creator starts saying, okay, here are your answers. And if you still, as long as you, that curiosity is there, you're going to continue to walk out of and into. But victim, vic, victims, they have to hit a rock bottom, unfortunately. Every last one of us do. It's the hero's journey. We are each on our individual hero's journey in different parts of our hero's journey. And on this journey, that hero's journey rotates. It doesn't happen just once. It's a consistent cycle. And when I combine all of this education, like where I am today is not just the teachings of the Bible. It's the teachings of multiple concepts that at the end of the day are all the same thing. That's why we screw up when it comes to church because we think we're different. The Baptist is no different from the Methodist, is no different from the Catholic, is no different from the Muslim, the Buddhist, the Sikh, where there's no difference. The only difference is then the perception of the words. Well, thanks to Antonio, my perception of the words are it's all the same. And because it's all the same, my understanding is God just wants us to be happy and whole. And how do you be happy and whole? Love each other and forgive. And then just last week, I understood true forgiveness is not for the person that you're forgiving. They are the, the forgiveness of them is the byproduct of the forgiveness of you. Because once you forgive yourself, you automatically forgive them. And once you learn to forgive yourself, forgiveness for others, it's it's like water rolling off a duck bag like hey here here's some forgiveness i love you too it just i'm rambling it's just it's just the things that i've learned save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Over these past few years, and it's just all come, it's all just been coming together for me this year. Like the knowledge has been, okay, so remember when you learned this? And remember when you learned that? Well, it's the same. I was like, oh, really? For real? Cool. <laughs> That's how it's been for me. And the when Antonio used to say, you know, what I think is a wrong decision or what we think are wrong decisions is actually a, the right decision because there is no wrong. It took me a while to grasp that concept. And now that I understand Prophet Jerry in his human experience, this is the decision he made. And that was right for him. Just because it's not right for me doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just not right for me. So I can choose to stay in your garden while you're planting. Or I can choose to say, okay, you know what? I appreciate what you plant in your garden for you. So I'm going to move on by my business. Go back to my garden. And plant what's right for me. And all of this, <laughs> just to say, she's she's still a victim. And until she wants like you were saying other earlier people you're learning people have to want to raise out of where they are is 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 not is is not a stunting of growth but it's a wow a, it's a revelation you had the revelation she hasn't and then that's when you have compassion for others like my kid is eight and boy let me tell you he got some anger on him y'all think y'all haven't seen it but grace has seen it antonio has seen it i can go from zero to 160 seconds his is half the time and me zero to 60 because i got older But everything that I've been learning, I've somehow been able to translate that to him to where he's getting free hamburgers from school. He got his Whataburger on Saturday. Yeah, he got a free Whataburger uh, because of his attitude in school. And he's excited. They don't know what that means. That's not global. It's not local or national. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Oh, oh my gosh. Y'all that in Texas. <laughs> that is just, y'all are being. No, you're not. You're not. Whataburger is not all that. It is not. Well, uh, watch it. Watch it. Watch oh, it. Show. That is blasphemy, man. That, that, that is. is okay. That is blasphemy. So Whataburger is the greatest burger joint down here. One no, of it's them. not. No, it's not. I've lived in Texas twice. <laughs> it's not. How but dare you? It's okay. good. It, okay. It ain't all that. I'll receive that. I only yeah. go for patty milk. So, <laughs> but he, because of his attitude in school, because of his performance in school, his teacher gave him a certificate for a free Whataburger Junior. And he got what they call sin dollars because they have a in in um an in-store school. And they, they, how the teachers encourage the students is when they do something great, 
they reward them with sand dollars so they can buy some from school. So not only did he get a sand dollar, but he got a free hamburger all because for two days straight, she said he was a perfect student. He got along well with all of his classmates. He didn't interrupt while she was talking. He finished his work first before everyone else, which is a first. First off, he finished his work, which I've noticed he's been doing all year. Secondly, he finished it first because see, last year we dealt with the fact that he didn't feel like doing his work. So he would just flip over the page and draw. And I told him, I said, you're a genius. Let's show these people how much of a genius you are. Let's finish your work first before everybody else. And then you could flip over your paperwork and draw. And that's what he's been doing, you know, and that whole day he was just like, and then he got five pairs of shoes that day because I don't, I didn't know how fast boys grow Uncle Romy Rome and his foot went from uh, Y'all uh, need a cash app or something? He, he, y'all need, he need five pairs of shoes? That's a cash app for, for Fidama and, and for uh, Antonio. Because <laughs> let me, man, I didn't know how fast. He got them already. Yeah, he got them. He got them. I didn't know how fast they feet grow. You know, he went from a size three to a size five over the summer. Like, it's going to grow some more. I know, I know, but that was the uh, that's also the other thing, um, Prophet. I learned by watching Don. I learned how kids learn by watching Don, because I I used to pay attention to him when he didn't think I was looking, and I cataloged his actions when he knew I was looking. And the little boy is good. Let me tell you something. He good. He used to play me like a PlayStation during the summertime when, when NBA 2K came out. That little boy, I'm in, but now, be and because I don't sugarcoat anything for him. And I, t I kept telling him, I was like, man, look. You can't act like that. They will take you from me and your daddy, and you won't see none of us. But he, he at the age of eight, prophet, made the decision to be better. And if an eight-year-old can do it, we can do it too. We have more time and experience stacked on top of us not understanding that we created our experiences so if you're living as a victim you created victimhood you created the whole city you live in not understanding that you can stop the creation well not stop the creation because energy can never be created nor destroyed but you can vibrate away from that and Don in learning he up until last year he did not understand consequences because he never got them how so when he did things he was always the victim but when I started teaching consequences like hey there are consequences regardless of what you do there's good consequences for when you do good and there's consequences for when you don't do good so when you don't do good and he'll tell you my consequences no tablet no toys no tv he does not like being bored but when you do good consequences are i get to have fun and because he understands those two he's made the decision for himself once he has the understanding the knowledge 
he applied the knowledge and got a free burger. And I promise that boy loved his hamburgers. So I promise you, he gonna always work to get some more hamburgers. But once, hey Deanna, yes sir, what you're saying right there reminds me of something Antonio tells us about. You know, no corrections. You know, when you demonstrate through action that if you do good, positives come. When you do negative, bad things come. When you show that in action that he can process that for himself and go, you know what? I prefer the positive than the negative and let it be his choice because you can keep on, you can keep on getting it, you know, like this. It's like, no, I don't want that. I want the good stuff. Then you got to demonstrate that. And then when you do that, then guess what? Then it gets better. And they say, well, wait a minute. I like better over negative. Let me do more better. Let me do more. And when you were talking earlier um, about him being eight and us uh, being older, we've got more programming in us than he has in him. We got to get through all of our program. We got to get through our representative. Yep. Hello. That's the difference. So you're catching them at an excellent time. And you can sit back and go, bingo, bingo. He needs to work on that one. Bingo. Yeah, he needs to work on that one. You're catching them at a wonderful time. And you don't have to do the correction. He can recognize it for himself and take the necessary action. And, and then guess what? It, it's, it's ownership. It's his. Oh, yeah. Not contingent on the outside, not you or anybody on the outside. It's his. And can't nobody take that from him unless he gives it away. But you better believe it. He liked that water burger. He liked them tennis shoes. He liked that certificate they gave him to go to the store. And he wants more of that. Well, guess what he's got to do? He's got to demonstrate more what he's already shown to keep getting that. And, and you ain't had to say nothing. Just watched him. Bingo. But them kids, I'm telling you, man, I, I've told parents, and, and, I, and I can use you and, and Antonio as an example. I, I listen to parents talk about how their kids manipulate them and use them. And I say, they're supposed to. You are one person with your brain. Antonio's another person with his brain. And this kid is being exposed to both. And he's learning from both of you. Guess what? And he's using each other you against each other. And if you're not careful, that's exactly what they do. But that's what they're supposed to do. Duh. Because you ain't stupid and neither is Antonio. So he's sitting there just absorbing his own, having his way, doing what he wants to do, not thinking about consequences, not thinking about the outcome, just thinking about what he wants. And you're saying, guess what, son? In real life, you got to grow up. And you're going to be on your own. And you got to make decisions. And you're going to deal with the consequences because we're not going to be there. And are you going to be ready for that? So boom. So I tell parents, don't be mad at them when they take all of that intelligence and all that wisdom and use it against you. They're supposed to. But what boundaries have been set up? So when they when they cross that boundary, you can say, ah, come on now. Talk to me. Talk to me. What's going on here? Uh, What do we say? What do we what do we agree upon? Bingo. OK, we good. And when they ignore that, then like you say, here come that PlayStation, here come that book, here come that, that, that those, and you're like, no, it's, it's not personal. I love you. Yeah. But we agree. When you don't, when you go outside those boundaries, when you don't do what's what's good, you don't do what's right, then here's what I'm going to do. I love you. Come on now. And I want you to have this. But guess what? If I don't do these things, then I don't love you. Because if I love you, I'm going to make sure that when those situations arise, I'm going to make sure that I bring it to your attention and do my best to help you 
get through that. How can I help you? Not you got to do it my way because I'm adult because I'm your parent. No, because then we don't give them the tools when they become teenagers or when they become adults to make the same decisions. So let me be quiet. No. Can I interrupt for a minute? Yes, can after you, her, I want to interrupt too, please. You can hear me. I'm on, I'm still on tech support trying to do. So I said, well, let me join. She thought she fixed it. And I, I said, well, let me go into my meeting and see if it's working. So you hear me. Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Yippee. <laughs> later. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. No, you wanted to go. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Miss Adonia. And I and I apologize because it sounds like I'm a bust a bubble, and that's not my intent. But here's here, I'm only saying it because this has been my experience. Everything you're saying, you are a fabulous parent, and it's wonderful to watch you grow your child up and teach him things. But here's here's where I got lost. I did everything I was told to do, and I still broke. I did everything I was told to do, and it didn't work. And let me tell you, that's life. Even when you do everything the right way, something or somebody still is possibly going to sabotage. And if we give a child a either or, you do this, this will happen, or you do that and that will happen, we forget to talk about even when you do that and all the that is on the right side, you still may come up with a loss. And the loss is not your fault. The loss is called life. It's never, ever, ever, ever going to be 100% perfect. It took me forever to realize that because I always had my feelings hurt because I did the right thing. Well, the right thing is good, but it doesn't mean the right thing is going to net you the right thing. Mm. And so don't miss that piece. And I'm not saying that you have, but that is huge because when the defeat happens, then I'm going to start doubting. Well, you said, and now I don't believe you. So it's going to be fun. There's going to be times. When everything I'm telling you and everything you do is the right thing and life still punches you, not because you did something wrong. It wants you to see there is no such thing as perfection. Something's not always going to work, period, no matter how hard you work. No, I thank you. I thank you so much, Ms. Adonia, for bringing that up because I've already come across that with him. But you've helped me dig into it even more with him because he last year he literally flipped his desk over out of anger because something wasn't perfect and I had to I had to have the conversation with him and I and I broke down to him I said there's no such thing as perfection so don't strive for perfect just strive for your best and we were talking I can't remember when it was, but I picked him up from school and I called Antonio or either I think Antonio was in the car. I think it's when I picked him up from the airport. And Don even, he even said then, he's like, yeah, I know. Perfect doesn't exist. And he said that to Antonio and I was like, oh, it's working. But Miss Adonia, I did not express to him that no matter how great you do everything at time i i did not open that part up so i thank you so when it does present itself i will definitely that will be a conversation that i will have with him because i i understand he's not some dumb eight-year-old baby 
he's like this 80 year old soul that's only that that only has an eight year human experience so i talked to him like he's an 80 year old soul that's having an eight year old experience (laughs) and it works out for us you know i don't i don't i he is yes he's my kid but he chose me to be his nurturer before he got here and he chose me to be one of his guides when he got here so I don't look at him as a mini me to live through I don't look at him as my little prince no I look at him for who he is he is a soul that decided you're gonna be my mom and you're gonna help me through this world I've been here before but I need to remember some things and you're gonna remember before I do so you're gonna have to teach me for what I need to do and when I see it tough they do require different training yes I completely agree with that because I can't I can't raise a little black boy I just know I can nurture him and I can teach him the stuff that I've learned and he's getting to a point now where he's asking some massive questions and it's one question he asked me and I was like mommy will answer that question for you when when you get when you have a little bit more experience in life he was like I'm just curious mommy the question so the question was it was a two-part question who do I like being married to the most and what happened between me and daddy those those were the questions (laughs) I was like you know what mommy will answer those questions for you but mommy will answer those questions when you have a little more experience in life (laughs) well why can't you answer them now because I think you will understand it better when you have a little more experience in life the honest to god truth i just didn't want to answer it at the time (laughs) but with him asking those kind of questions it lets me know how deep he's thinking but uh uh, antonio said that he he will um he said he was going to address that so i'm gonna go ahead i've been running my mouth for like 36 minutes rambling to y'all so i'm gonna go ahead I'm going to go and pass it on over to the man, the myth, the legend himself. B.O.I., born on the island, the one, the only, Antonio T. Smith Jr. All right, you can keep your mic unmuted because you started okay. this. Thank y'all so much. You started this. I didn't start this. No, this is profit. It, you know, it, which, which means Renee started. She started this morning on Crazy Weird News. So okay, I miss, ahead, I miss Renee, but I saw a profit. Uh, I'm not going to change the subject. We're going to stay here until it it changes. I, there's a few things. Me and so Deanna has a child and I have kids. And then now it's all blended. And I think she's taking some cues from me, but mm-hmm. she raises. I okay. have. She, she I does. Have. Okay, cool. I didn't know. She does what she does and I don't correct it because there's no reason to. I don't correct it. 
Don has learned plenty. I don't butt in. I have a completely different philosophy. Um, for one, I would have answered that tough question at two years old. Doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah, I knew you would have. Mm -hmm. I yeah. would absolutely answer the question. I would absolutely answer the question. I mean, your daddy ain't shit. And, you know, things happen. You know, there's blah, blah, blah. I would absolutely. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say about his daddy? Oh, no, no, no. Talking about me. Me. I would have said I'm not. Assuming that I'm My bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not his daddy. No, 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 no. no. Okay. I, needed a clarification, I, I was right? wondering why y'all was laughing. All right, yeah, okay. No, no, not, not Okay, his. thank no, you no, no. for that clarification, Antonio. Yeah, no, no, no. The only thing I ever say about his daddy, he is a, but I say something like he's a hero or something. I say something, something along those lines. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he always tell Don, your dad is your hero. Yeah, yeah. So, because, you know, he's, he's a kid that likes superheroes. So I just... I speak, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't do that, Jerome, right? I, I speak his language, whatever his language is. There's two rules that I follow when raising kids. And I think Adonia would appreciate it because I absolutely agree with everything Adonia said. I only try to teach them two things. Well, I only try to teach them one thing. And then I maintain another thing. And these are the two rules. One, the only job I have is to make sure my kids can handle catastrophic, demoralizing losses. I got no other job. I have no other job. Because I can't teach them anything else but how to get back up when this crushes you, and it will. Let's do that. That's what I teach. I don't teach nothing else. That's why my kids, Deanna, tell you, they act they're very weird. They act very different. They. I'm sorry, Antonio. Romeo, not... there are three additional Antonios in this world. One. My, cast, my kids act just like me. They are. They it's are. the girl version. However, if I were in the classroom, I would want kids like his. Yeah, Grace teaches my kids math. Yes. Explain a little bit of, of that, Grant, because I have no idea what you, okay. how you so, perceive it. Yeah, because as I'm teaching, okay, the little, the little one, <laughs> that's that's my friend, y'all. But all of them are my friends, but the little one is my friend. Okay, she's a girl. It's a girl, the six year old, and she reminded me of um, Ashton, the middle, uh, his youngest son, but the middle child, because when I was teaching them before, when it was just Aiden and Ashton. Aiden was sitting and paying attention or whatever. Ashton was looking around, playing with different stuff. But then I found out he was paying he was paying attention, but he just can't sit and you know you know he he needs some stuff to do. Well, the little one is like that too, and it don't bother me because I know because I've seen it. I was like, oh, okay, she's listening because I asked her what I say. You paying attention? She said, uh huh. I said, and I already knew, <laughs> so I knew because when I asked her a question, she answered it. Oh yeah, you paying attention. So every time she's, because I get, I have manipulatives. So when she sees the manipulatives, she she goes and starts playing with them. But every time I ask her question, she answers and plays with those manipulatives. <laughs> but and so they're they're like Antonio in their own way. The oldest, that's the the charismatic Antonio. He will sit yeah. there, and give you the answer, and smile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ashton is straightforward, straight with no chaser. Okay, that's yep. it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she's Antonio if I was a girl. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But they are all, they are all, they are great kids. Uh Don is a great kid too. He would have fun in my class too. And he would just, you know, he loved to help everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so and they they are they are great kids. 
Thank you. Uh, now, uh, just uh, so let's back up. I don't care anything that my children do. Doesn't bother me one bit. They can do the dumbest thing on the planet. But you're going to pay for those consequences. That's 100%. You're going to eat those. That's because that's how you teach a child how to handle catastrophic losses. I'm just keeping them off. I'm keeping my daughter off the pole and keeping my boys out of jail. That's, that's, you know, outside of that, you know, that's the only thing there. The internal thing is I raise my kids in a way that I will never resent them when they're adults. And I think we really need to focus on that a tad bit more. If I, if I had to write a book, I, that would be my number one principle. If I wrote a book on this, like, go ahead. Yeah. You introduced me to a book. I forgot his name, but it was his principles. Remember? Oh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And one of his principles is don't, um, don't let your kids get you to a point where you don't, where you hate them. That makes sense. That was one of his principles. Well, we're both, we're both psychologists. So it makes sense. Like I, I have everything I'm saying is a pure philosophical and psychological approach. I, I'm detached from the emotions of parenting because I'm going to die or they're going to go to college or something. And it doesn't matter what Grace taught them in math, what I taught them in English. It doesn't matter what Phil said about interconnectedness. What matters is when they get punched in the face and all they have is their will to get back up, are they going to do so? Because only the people who do so can remember that we're interconnected or remember the other stuff. You only remember what you were taught when you get back up. Mm. when you're down you only remember that you're down that's all you remember when things suck you don't remember god is good you remember things suck when you get back up you start looking for other things uh, go ahead phil yeah i i say the same thing but just a little different i say the only thing my job is to teach to be self-sufficient i say yeah. everything else is extra so it's the same thing and just same saying thing. a little different yep absolutely same thing same thing, because you got to get back up because life is just mm. how well, how fast and how much of a good attitude you get back up with. And Tony, it seems they only remember the bad stuff, you yeah. know, yeah. it's like, you know, I parented for 20 plus years, you know, between those amount of kids yeah. and each was 18. Yeah. Um, and you know, my my friends say, Susan, we all watched what you would do and then we would do. You were a great mom. But they only remember the bad stuff. And they'll bring that up. And that is so painful. It hurts. It has hurt me so much. It happens. Because I know, you know, who I was. And, of course, you're going to get frustrated from time to time. When you got Sorrentino active kids running all over the place and Phil's traveling and I'm trying to hold down the fort, mm -hmm. the, you know, five different places at the same time, 
you know, and it gets frustrating and they, they don't understand that, you know, I think they don't understand until they have their own kids and then they do. And, and, and if they don't have their, you know, kids, which, you know, three of ours don't, uh, then they don't understand even to this day. No, it, it makes total sense. It, it's... Yeah, they understand when, when they have their own kids. You know, I have my son to this day now. He, he'll call me and he'll be like, you know, Mom, you remember when you told me such such thing? You know, he, he'll stand up in, in the pulpit in a second and say, um, well, when, when I was 16 or whatever, I, I just don't believe my mom knew what she was talking about. You know, and, you know, I raised them on my own and still, but today... He's like, I get it. Remember when you told me that, Mom, about such a thing, not to do it, or, or this or that, and, and, and the reasoning behind it? He said, I get it. I get it. He has a 16 and a 14-year-old, so he gets it now, and the 16-year-old just starting to drive, and man, now it's like, okay, call me if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> I said back my our son Chad, you know, when he was in Iraq and I sent and he was in boot camp, I sent him a letter every day. And then I sent him letters and packages and all kinds of things. The letters I have them in a special place that he sent me, thanking me for every little thing I'd ever done for him and what a great mom I was. So he did when he was in Iraq, you know, um, and he still is very respectful that way. I think it's more the girls. Girls can be, you know, different. <laughs> I was glad I didn't have any girls because, you know, my sister has a boy and a girl. And I'm like, oh, Lord, at first I wanted girls both times. And then I had my sons, but as they grew up and as my sister's daughter grew up, I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm so glad to have no girls. And if she'd have been anything like me, uh-uh, no, we'd have been at it. So I'm glad they had girls. <laughs> you and me both, Miss Janice, because look at it. Antonio, that young one. Oh, yeah, she's, she's, she's something else. Now. Yeah, she's something else. She is something else, that's for sure. She is the boss of the house. Go ahead, Law. Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes some girls they can be mean. <laughs> it's interesting seeing my mother interact with her daughters because they all have some attitudes, man. Um, now what I wanted to add was I always find that to be an interesting thing because my mom used to say the same thing. You'll find out when you have kids or what have you. And I still don't think it's a possibility. Maybe I might, maybe I won't. I don't know. I've made peace with it. But I do know that I've had a lot of time helping raising other people's children, whether it's my siblings, um, other foster children, uh, my nephews, my nieces. And, and in that experience, I don't always agree with my siblings' um, parenting approaches. I didn't agree with a lot of my moms. I didn't agree with my fathers or what have you. So I go with my own approach. And I'm looking at my nephew who is seven and watching him grow. We have like this really tremendous bond. And um, he is gravitating toward me more and more each and every day. And it's interesting because he'll just randomly just come and hug me. He won't say anything. He'll just go away. And I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. I haven't had that experience. So I'm kind of comparing the two experiences from my first nephew and him, which is two different, you know, spirits or what have you. 
but we have a lot of conversations about everything as opposed to his parents, you know, they might chastise and what have you. With me, it's it's more of a conversation. And even sometimes the conversation, he'll break out in tears because he's just like, Lord, I don't want to have this conversation. But I know he's a very intelligent being. And because you are an intelligent being, I treat you as such. You can communicate effectively. And I think when you stop a child in their tracks to make them actually ponder what it is that they're doing, then it puts it back on them. And they become more cognizant and they make better decisions because I stopped them in his tracks. Think about what you did. Did that make sense? Why did you react that way? How are you feeling? You know, those things, because I want him to be able to communicate as opposed to keeping all that on the inside, like how I grew up. And then you just blow up. So I, I it all depends. Well, yes, I agree with everything everybody said. I don't parent like Deanna or Monique, but they don't get in my way. I don't get in their way. I don't. I don't have an opinion on how uh, Deanna parents. I don't. I don't have an opinion. I don't have an opinion on Monique. I just know that they don't see us correcting each other. Not even in private. You know. Not. Not. We don't even do it in private. It just does. It just doesn't happen because. For one, I don't care. Let's just let's just start with that one first. I don't care how Susan raises my kids. I just don't care because I know what I'm going to do. And I understand that they won't get taught by the folk on the school bus anyway. I'd rather them getting taught by us. Like it, like it, don't, it don't even matter. You know, at the end of the day, they still get taught something that I had nothing to do with. What I want them to know is if it's a catastrophic, catastrophic loss, and it will be, that's where you become, and in this particular, I say a smith right, or a genius, that's where you become that. I try to, that's where you become that because nothing else, it truly, what self-sufficient as Phil said, nothing else matters because you don't start remembering your teachings until you get back up. It's even in your Bible, Jerome, train up a child. So when he strays, like until you stray and get beat down, you cannot recall, recollect anything. And most people walk around the planet just stuck in their situations because they never get back up. They just never, ever, ever get back up. Antonio, you're absolutely correct. When I was 19 years old, I called my my, my, uh, daddy at home. And he answered the phone. I say, is his mama there? He said, yeah. I say, put her on the extension. Hmm. And I'm in tears telling him, thank you for every time you whoop me. Thank you every time you discipline me. Thank you for every time you punish me. And I says, and the reason why is I'm watching white, black, Hispanic, get court-martialed, get Article 15, get put out of the service. And I says, you know why? No discipline. I said, the army didn't teach me discipline. You did. And because you did, I says, I'm still here. I did 21 years and retired. But I was in tears because I didn't appreciate what they were doing and instilling in me until I got away, like you said, on my own, and I can do the right thing or the wrong thing. And I watch these other no kids doing the wrong thing. I'm telling going, that don't make sense. That's going to get you in trouble. Come on, Reed. I said, I bet you I won't. You chicken. I go, bark, bark. I said, dude, I did that in junior high school. Come on. And then when they got in trouble, guess what they did? They came back to me and said, Damn, Red, 
We should have listened to you, man. We should have oh, stayed. Yeah. Oh, you already know, man. You already know. I was man. in tears, crying out to my parents, thanking. And 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 don't get me wrong. Some of them whoopers were like, "This is child abuse." <laughs> yeah. But they saved. But they saved my life. Well, you're absolutely right. We we have this thing in which we be like, "Oh, we are all one." Until it's my kids, you kids, you do what the hell I say, right? Because we like immediately separate that thought process when it's our kids. We have to stop that. I just, Susan said something that just reminded me earlier. So this so earlier, was it yesterday, Diana, or the day before? So I totally chipped my tooth in whatever Minnesota. And it wasn't even my fault. day before. And I remember the people around me going, why are you always so calm? This is what happened. I was eating. It's like, it's like totally chipped. It's chipped. Y'all see it? It's like chipped, chipped. A big chip too in the front. I totally forgot to just now. Susan said something. Minute, let, me take, let me take the picture. Wait a minute. Yeah, you probably look. So that's what I did. Look. And I was like, hey, Susan said something and it made me laugh. And I my tongue touched my tooth. I was like, oh, my tooth is chipped. I forgot. Like literally, like just now when she said something. And I was, it was, I was eating some Italian, I was at an Italian restaurant. And I was eating this hard, crazy hard bread. And I remember saying right before, like a minute before, this bread is hard. And then I bit into it, I had no idea. And I felt something super duper hard in it. I was like, man, and that was my freaking tooth. It's crazy. Anywho, I literally tipped my tooth on some bread, which makes no sense. I'd rather say somebody punched me in my mouth than a piece of bread chipped my tooth. But whatever, I'll get it fixed up. Totally not a war story for such a warrior like me. I need a war story feel, like some sort of war story. But anyway, you have the for dental. Uh, yeah, Diana and I already sent the message to him. Yeah, yeah, she sent the message already, and and whatever they whatever they're gonna do. And this is how this is this is what I did for my this one I did. I first thing I did it was it was what, six people in front of me. And I'm the man, and I went. And it was like, oh my god, it's so big, and I was like, huh. oh well, I'm gonna put it. I said, let me keep it, and then we took the little, you know, like give you the plastic bags for the forks, but you took it out and put it in there. I was like, that's a war, that's a war trophy, and I put it, like I put it in there, and I went back to eat my sandwich. That was my reaction. My second reaction afterwards was like, I took a picture and sent it to the kids. Look what your daddy then did. <laughs> and the middle boy, the aide Ashton, the director goes, "How hard was the bread?" Like you know, stuff like that. So and that's it. I raise my kids to do dumb stuff like that. That's absolutely dumb. That's probably not the right thing. But that's a catastrophic failure. I'm on TV, for God's sake, with a chipped tooth in front of the NFL and other people, and I didn't care. Because I've been in a trash can, for God's sake. So there is nothing about a chipped tooth that's going to ruin my day. And this is kind of what I want my kids to be able to do. You know what I'm saying? Like that, if you can just do that, then you can stay focused on what you have to do, what's in front of you and blah, blah, blah. blah. But now I did joke with them because they, because the oldest was like, well, you always say, what did you, you always, how do you say, say, so God, what am I supposed to learn from this? What are you supposed to learn from a chip tooth, dad? I have no idea, boy. We're going to figure it out. I don't know what's going on. Don't <laughs> eat hard break. There's a lesson in here somewhere. I don't know. 
was a lesson. Part of it was what you told the those players, what you said in your presentation. Yeah, absolutely. And those people. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Never mind when something like that happens to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's, it's all right. It, it ain't bothering you. That's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Has your lawyer talked to the restaurant? <laughs> no. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Somebody told me I would have went down there first off. They'd have to pay for my whole meal, and then I would have got <laughs> somebody told me to do that. <laughs> you show right. I don't I don't know how to raise kids. I I really don't. I agree with you, Deanna. I wouldn't say Don is 80. I would say Don is like 80 million, you know, due to incarnations. So these aren't these aren't kids, right? They're just they're just you actually it's a soul that agreed for you to help them ascend. I like the way you said that. I completely agree. Go ahead, and Trinace. I want to come back to something that was said earlier. So what my dad says that um children are the only thing that you aren't given instructions with. When you buy a plant, you got instructions. That's fair. The only thing they teach you about a baby when you bring it home is how to put a diaper on it. Some of us get that wrong, not me some of y'all get that wrong how to feed the baby um but each one of them because they are their own individual souls they all have unique personality and i have three my oldest one no problem but when he was going through his breakup he was like you know mommy i have been a horrible son and in his mind he had been a horrible son because he and i didn't talk a lot I was like, well, you're a grown man. You only talk to me every day. You got a family. When you do, when you have a family, that's how that's supposed to work. Um, but then there was another part where she said, your mother didn't raise you right. But that part was whatever. That was her issue. That was her issue, not yours. Um, but that mother too, freaking frack. That's all I got for them. Uh, they got their daddy jeans. They ain't got their mama jeans. Again, Dion, you do a good job. John Dunn does a good job. I only care for the self-sufficiency. Can you get back up? Because trust me, Adonia ain't trying to have one of them. When Adonia's daughter's a cougar, she's not there yet. You know what I'm saying? When she, when she get my... 45 my boys would be about 22 strapping chest and stuff can't have one of my boys trying to flirt with her daughter and can't handle their own life it just it just it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense and i believe a man well this is not speaking of the girl but i believe a man doesn't even become a man until he loses everything at least twice yes that's just me I'm not telling you that's true. I'm not, and I don't mean, well, that's, I'm not even gonna justify that because if that man can't pick himself back up, Jerome, he's sure enough ain't covering you. Nah, I stand by that. Now, you know, y'all, we can debate about it, but I stand well, by just it. self-reverend. You can't, can't get covered by somebody too weak to cover themselves. I said, watch yourself, <laughs> reverend. Hey, I had... <laughs> So there's a bunch of I had a bunch of stuff that I wanted to say. 
and it was actually, I've been building my density six and I've been really, I've been taking my time, but, but moving faster than I've ever moved. Like it's, it's a contradiction or a paradox. It's not a contradiction. It's a paradox. Two things that don't seem to be to um, operating together, but they are. <laughs> I've been very focused with attracting ease so I can move faster than I've ever moved before. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Amen. Amen. Okay. Okay. I've been very focused in attracting ease so I can then move faster than I've ever moved before. Like, you ain't done yet. No. That's what, you got no, some more no. to come, sir. Right. I'm, I'm going to share my screen a little bit and, and show all of y'all what I'm doing. And, and you, you're grown. Thou can do whatever you want to do, but I'd rather, like, like Lawson, I'm tired. I would rather build on this. Like the road is already rough. So I'd rather attract the ease. So when I build on the roughness, it's smooth. Okay. So Reverend, mm -hmm. I'm beginning to get that lesson. Cause and I, when you said that, I was like, okay, that's, that's what I'm doing. Cause normally you know it's we got an event so it's time for me to be on my p's and q's glad so, you brought that up. so in my brain i was i have always been oh okay wait a minute okay i gotta oh i gotta call these people who am i call oh give me somebody to call da, 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 da. now i've been i'm gonna go to the gym and work out and then when i come back my brain says it gives me ideas oh yes. hey you didn't call Miss Janice. You yes. didn't call Ron. Yes. Go call Renee. And that works. Yeah. Oh, great. That works. You're gonna you're gonna vibrate at a higher frequency. Listen, all right. So let me tell you what I'm doing with the conference. And I believe Trinae's conference is like two days or something, right? When is your or is this weekend? This is Saturday. This is Saturday. All right. Trinae, tell us about your conference real quick. Oh. Ticket number. It's worth okay. every penny you have to pay. Please proceed. You, you see my video on Instagram? I haven't seen it. Ah, it's worth every penny you go spend. No okay. discounts. No discounts. You should have took the discount before. Because we ain't playing. Please proceed to. All right. I like that. I have no problem the way you just told us about that event. If anything, you sound like you came right out of ATS. I have no problem with that. No problem with what she said. It's worth every penny you're going to spend. I like it. So six, six. no discounts. I don't know how many times I said and no discounts. She missed out. Sorry. Yeah. You're gonna be heartbroken. You're gonna um, be heartbroken if you miss this one. That's what yeah. I that's what I've been saying. You're about to be heartbroken. You're gonna be oh, crying I, when you see these videos and pictures. I, I, I build that into everything that I do. I build that into everything I do. I don't even have people ask me to discount. I offer them, oh. but I don't have people to ask me for discount. I don't even vibrate at that frequency. Go ahead, Janice. Uh what conference? Is it she, local? What is it? It's local. It's a she has a local conference. It's not streamed online. I know Deanna's speaking. It's it's something about women and daughters. And what your mama never told you? Yeah. Is. What your mama oh, never? It's in Houston. It's in Houston. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It's in Houston. <laughs> it's in Houston. If y'all, it's whatever. It's like fifty five dollars or something like that. Like fifty five dollars. Back to Grace, and I'm glad that happened. I'm glad you brought the comments, Grace, because this is what I'm doing. So we're going to give away 1,200 tickets for $50. And all, it's almost, I had to go back and check, but then all of that is going 
to charity, like every bit of it, every bit of it. I'll tell you why. First off, I'm selling more tickets than that in the first place, so it's okay. So let's just, you know, a lot of people say you're doing these amazing things, which is true. But also, I'm not putting myself eating noodles because I'm doing this. I, I mean, you know, don't always listen to what people say on stage, Prophet Jerry. There's a there's a system behind them that allows them to do that. All right. Okay. So let me just expose that system first. But the reason why is because I want something. I, it's not this conference I'm concerned with. It's the next one. And Dan, do you remember my end goal? What's the end goal? Not Carnegie Hall. It's okay. um, MSG. <clears throat> What's MSG? Mad- Madison. Madison Square. Oh, Garden. Madison Square Garden. Thank you. Yes. I, I can't abbreviation. My bad. When you said yes. MSG, the first thing there, there's only one MSG. There's only one MSG. <laughs> yeah, there's only one MSG. Anybody Madison else is just an acronym stealing from them. You only one MSG. Madison Square Garden doing what? Assembly of Wonders, teaching, educating, sharing the light, bringing others in. You're you're looking and, to do. There you go. Osteen's. What Night you of hope. Joel Osteen's Night, Night of, of hope. hope. Something on that scale before Assembly of Wonders at Madison Square Garden. My end goal is to sell out Madison Square Garden in twenty four minutes. Antonio, that's, that's my end goal. Yes, ma'am. That's where um, Dr. David Jeremiah does a lot of his Madison Square right. Gardens. I don't know what building that is, but it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I've I heard about it, so I know I, he's awesome. You know, we, you know, both me and you both like him. And I did watch a video that you sent me yesterday, or the, the days running together. I'm jet lagged, but yes, the, yesterday or the day before. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I watched the one that went back and told the story. The prison? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to start the whole stadium, and I want to do stuff for not preaching and not comedy, just what people know. I want to be, at least I think I'm the first, the first law of attraction, like, you know, seminar, whatever you want to call it, and stadiums consistently. This is what I want to do. So that, this 1200 tickets is part of that process because my next conference Jerome the next year I want 6,000 people in attendance and then I think I put like whatever online I can't remember it was online so we're going from a hundred I think I purposely set this one to 150 in attendance and then 6,000 online or something like that. 150 in attendance, 6,000 online on purpose. I want to give you all these reasons why. My number one reason is because I want that to ooze on camera. Like you just, just the idea of it just popping off camera and like, oh my God, I had to be in that place. Yeah. Because I need you to feel bad for not being in that place. The online experience is not as different. It's it's a whole TV extravaganza. It's not that's not what you think. <clears throat> I it's so we have commentators. We have have commentators, <clears throat> and then we have the people like like do something like this. 
Oh, there's Deanna. She's getting ready to speak. Um, did you know that she, and they have fun facts about her, blah, blah, blah. Let's listen to what she's going to say. And, I'll, you know, it's like literally that's going to happen. <clears throat> and then there's some the reality TV stuff. And it, it's this interviews. There's all sorts of stuff happening in screen of flip. All sorts of big TV production. Think a Netflix documentary or something. It's a, a major Netflix documentary. And my goal is to do that. So I said to myself, okay, that's what I want. It's half of this has never been done before. And I haven't done it before. So what do I need to do to create ease to get this done? So then I said, well, what, what, what am I, this is just, I'm taking you out through my thought process. Okay. So that means I need to give, obviously that's, Whenever you need something, the answer is always give. It's, it's like the Jesus answer in Sunday school, Grace. If they ask you, what happened in Genesis chapter 12? Jesus, well, okay, technically you're right. But it's just, it's always the it's always the right answer. But if you if you can't figure something out, give. If you don't know the answer to a test, give. Give is a vibration that 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 orders ease into your life. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. I actually told Grace to tell y'all I would do this instead of the other. Yeah, so yeah, you get to go. Grace, I don't think they hear what I said, though. I know feeling Say it again. again. Say it again. Give is the vibration that orders ease into your life. The moment you give, it is, it's like hitting, it's like telling God, I want a number two with extra cheese or probably not. That's unhealthy, but you get the point. Something like that. Something like that. You're literally ordering ease. Give is a vibration. You cannot, what Phil says, you can't outgive yourself. You cannot fail when you always give. It's impossible. God won't let it happen. It's way too many of you Christians that don't give. Man. Way too many out. Because you have no faith. Wow. Giving is an act of faith. If you give, you don't have to figure out the laws of the universe. They just show up. You Antonio. To... Yes, sir. As you said that, I got a phone call yesterday. Talk to me. In relationship to my my buddy over in Kenya, okay, and I already helped. I already, I already gave, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then some stuff happened that messed with the money. Of course, that you know that happens. So I didn't. So I didn't have. Well, I was telling Grace about it. Somebody took two hundred ninety-seven dollars out of my out of my my checking account. But Grace, guess what I discovered? I opened up an envelope yesterday. They did this back in twenty twenty-one. Now they're doing it again in 23. Same company. Same company. I say, what the? Now, eventually I'm going to get it back, but he don't need it when I when the, when the bank will give it to me. He needs help now. And I said to myself, I said, Jerome, I said, I said what can I take? I said, I, I could take that, that money from over here and I can move it. And then it hit me. You set aside money for your books, for, for your regular uh, book tours and what like that. So I went to the bank and I got some money. It's been sitting there for two months. I said, uh-uh. 
So I said, today when I get a little break, I'm going to take that money, put it in the bank. He ain't even expecting it. Because I told him, I said, I'm not going to get paid again for another week or so. Thank you for saying what you said, Antonio. Mm -hmm. That's going to, he going to get that today. Today. He going to get that today. Let me help y'all out. Let me help y'all out. This morning, I got up early this morning, and Dolores Williams, I think her last name Williams, right? Anna Williams? Yeah. She's popped up on my, I woke up like five o'clock so I could write a chapter in one of my fiction books, because I'm, anyway, and I understood, I said to myself, it's a very important chapter, man. It's a very important chapter. It doesn't just, does just move the plot forward. It's just so amazing, blah, blah, blah. So I, I, we're going to hit this. And the first thing I saw was Dolores selling her tickets on Instagram. So I said, but well, before I write this chapter, I'm going to buy a ticket. Because I want the chapter to be well. Okay, Susan gets it. So I started God, off giving. My godson asked me for some money for a fundraiser for his football team. I'm about to do that now. Oh, okay. I don't even, we must be talking about a good subject. So all these folks giving now. I wouldn't do that now. Yeah. Yeah. I want the chapter to be well. So I'm going to give. And I, I told Dion, I said, I got about 30. Man, it's, I, so I'm going to give. I went thinking, and I was thinking about Melissa. I had, a, I had a full conversation about Melissa, not even to Melissa. I had a full conversation about Melissa with Deanna about publishing and i said okay what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna publish my fiction books because i have a plan i want to do over there but the most important books i'm going to give to melissa this is this, this is what i said i said most important books because there are some things i'm establishing if you think about my company structure it has nothing to do with fiction it has everything to do with leader of law of attraction and things like that right you, you, yeah, okay so i said i've got some and i went back to my susan yulas i went back to my biblical languages and religious commentaries and stuff too i got like five of them that i need to put out and they, they're all fantastic so i'm gonna have some melissa's fit to do melissa's fit to do like commentaries you know like stuff that she's not even doing scholar stuff and I'm giving her my AI cash flow, which is my version of Grant Cardone's 10X and all sorts of stuff. That's what I'm doing. I had this whole conversation. Deanna was like, well, which one is more important to you? And I was like, well, I'm trying to build a company that when I die, it keeps going like Steve Jobs. When then that's the one you need to get a Melissa, which is, which is what I'm doing. Now, what Melissa does, it's her own business. The contract's three years anyway. My job is to vibrate at giving because what I want to do, I'm going to need that to come to me easily. I sure hope I'm making an impact on some of y'all. This, this idea of struggling and researching so you can get things right, that's fine. But do it after you give. And it'll come up, it'll, it'll just happen a whole lot easier, a whole lot faster. I'm telling you, and then somebody go, I ain't got no money. Okay, well, get up, show up to Phil and Susan's class. 
because presence is given. You, you learn that in network marketing meetings, huh? You know, you like, you know, show up because you never know when you bring in your, even if you don't got nobody, you show up. Because when you bring your superstar, you're going to want the room to be full. Because we in the same network marketing. <laughs> that's, that, that's a lot of beautiful things about network marketing. A lot of beautiful things. A lot of beautiful, a lot of beautiful, the CEOs switching things up. But the heart of network marketing is fantastic. It is right out of your ranch here, love one. The heart of network marketing is absolutely golden and fantastic for sure. When you want to show up, whatever you can do, give it is a vibration but i promise you <clears throat> once you give it creates ease so if you don't know what to do stop stop trying to know what to do just go give let your subconscious relax and then boom you're gonna watch something you're gonna get an email so what, what grace is going to the gym giving sweat equity that's this is why people who work out are successful because you got to give that discipline don't come without commitment and commitment don't come without money. I keep trying to tell you, if you, you think you committed to, today, if you think you committed to something, you ain't spending the money. You are not committed. You are not committed. You're absolutely not committed. Commitment is not a phrase. It's not a word. It's not an attitude. Commitment is, did you spend your money over there? Because remember money is faith. When you let go of money, you start you start something. Now let me talk to you other folk. You cannot lose money. And I know this is fit to rub some of y'all the wrong way. But try to take this with ease. You did, it doesn't matter if it was a bad investment or this or that. It's, uh, none of that matters. That's what, what's happening is. It's going to continue to be a bad investment if you keep thinking that way. I'm not telling you not to research and doing your due diligence. There's a different conversation. I'm talking about the esotericness of this particular thing here. Grace, you gave, so you gave to other self. You gave, it's still you. There's only one of us here. So if you gave money and it hasn't come back yet, it is only because you have not acts for a return of that energy it has to come back oh so visual this is go ahead because this is this is this is meaty and complex but it is true because when you gave when you gave to feel you gave to you feel this other you you cannot lose money because no matter what you give to you still given to you it's impossible. Your mindset, your perception may stop you from getting that return. But if you just chill, be still, that return has to come back. It's the law of the universe. It's never going to change. Go, go ahead, Prophet Jerry. So in the midst of this, right, and you're teaching mm -hmm. me, um, by me giving and like, we know finances takes everything right but by me giving me of myself to sacrifice to release this way to release this um tension and you know in the you know story tension in my no, leg keep going keep going i'm gonna I'm change one thing and never keep going so and and it, 
In fact, hold on. Let, let me change it now. And then I okay. want you to react everything with okay. this new vibration. Okay. okay. It is, I'm a bust of feel by fixing one of your words, but, but I don't mean to. I just, what I mean to do is, this is not a sacrificial universe. It's just not. There's nothing about this universe that causes you to sacrifice anything. It's an offering. You're given an offering. This idea of sacrifice, I'm not saying it's not your Bible and stuff. This is different though, right? This is, this is, I got this, you. these are people who said what they said, understanding what they understood, but they still received it or thought about it as an offering. Later, 2000 years, we think about it as a sacrifice. If you go, if you, if you, if imagine if, you know, best way to do this, I'm going to do me and Adonia because I know Adonia's strong will and Antonio's strong will. But me and Adonia get along just fine without ever having an argument because two strong will people can get along just fine. I'll tell you how. Because if she, if I rub her the wrong way, it's my time now to offer her harmony offer her ease it is not to sacrifice myself so she can win see that's gonna piss me off no 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 if i keep thinking about harmony with her as losing consistently at some point i'm going to resent her it may not happen this year but at some point i'm gonna say you know what you always every time i'm not going not this time but when i offer her the best of me when I have messed up, never have this problem. Go ahead, Phil, then back to Prophet Jerry. That's the story of Jesus. Many have looked like he sacrificed. No, he offered himself. That's right. He could have stopped at any time. He could have ended that deal at any time. So anytime. he didn't sacrifice himself. He offered himself. That's right. Anytime. So what I you're saying you. is there's no such thing as a sacrificial offering. No, no. It's just a phrase we use because we're just, it's just, it's just, it's just a sentence. You know, it's just a phrase. But the energy on it is not supposed to be thinking of, I need to lose something. You can never lose anything because every time you give, you give to other you. There is only one of us in this room to borrow from Neil Donald Walsh. You cannot, when, it, when the old folks say you can't beat God's giving, you can't because you gave back to you. You started the process with you. And this isn't just esoteric, Jerome. This is farming you got to give to the ground first just know there's a time delay then the harvest will come you reap twice a year this is what it is the goal is to plant so well that you don't need to spend last year's reaping that's the goal law if you don't asked, like your why life does feel, why does it feel that way law asked but why does it feel that way <laughs> Oh, yeah, it feels that way because you forgot. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know everything I just said, but you forgot everything that I just said. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually teaching you anything. I am simply being a conduit for the reminding vibration of this ring of truth. I am absolutely not teaching you anything at all. You know this, you just forgot it, so it feels differently. But as a kid, you had no problem with what I'm saying. As a kid, you had no problem giving. This, 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 this was this was not even an issue. You didn't hold grudges. 
This, but this is why Jerome's Jesus says, come to me as a child. Okay, go ahead. Go back to you, Prophet Jerry. So reacts everything now. Now come from, you're going to go to the gym and offer. Right. So discipline. as I'm going to the gym, offering myself. There you go. There's going to be a result in the end. All offering has a result. That's why. That's, that, this, 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 yes. Yes. Okay. So now, now, I, now I got you. There's See, sacrifices. Sacrifices. If the gods want to please you. Oh, so but I'm offering. Always has. A and result. I'm willing. Wow. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, you see why I wanted to change that? Okay, you good. You see why I want to change that? Offering one. Antonio. Come on, man. That's that, no, 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 no. <laughs> that sound good. Yeah, but, but, I, but I've been using this for the last couple of weeks now. Mm -hmm. Get a little kid on the Facebook. Okay. <laughs> When you can, when you make these wonderful sayings, oh yeah, that makes sense when you say them. Yep. And then I say bullshit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right. Because that's what part of me saying like, uh 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 uh. I know he's telling me the truth, but there's a part of me saying, no, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. Talking about yeah, you know this. You know, no, I don't. No, I don't. Because <laughs> I feel the same way law feels. Okay, no, but, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying. glad. That, yeah, I'm glad. So let me let me address the pushback. And remember, it's not even pushback towards me. It's programming that won't allow you to accept what I am saying. It's not pushback, but but I do want you to receive this. Let's, let's bring it back me and Adonia real quick. If Adonia tells me something. And I don't do it. It is because I have programming that will not let me do what Adonia is saying. It could be a myriad of programming. She's a woman. From the South, she's a woman is a real deal program. I don't know if y'all know. Anyway, let me just, anyway. Women can't even preach down here. So don't, this, don't even get me started. This. She's a woman, shut your mouth and bear these children, right? Just, just, it could be that. Maybe she said it with aggression and I didn't like that. It could be, it could be anything. Or maybe, maybe I got a fear of criticism. I don't know, but I got some sort of programming that stops me from doing that. Okay, let's take that same example, Grace. Adonia tells me to do something and I continuously have programming, but I don't do it. All right. No problem. Adonia goes, well, that's my man, but he going to be who he is. That's okay. I'll just take us from here. Not a problem. We can still get along. Yes. We still, you know, whatever we do. Same example. This time, pushback is going to be present. Adonia says something, and I don't like it. My programming doesn't fit, but now she gets pushback. Now we can't stay in a relationship if I'm consistently pushing back because of my programming. I must now explain. Whenever there is pushback, you immediately must leave this particular area. Uh-oh. Somebody needs to be fired or you need to leave. If there is pushback in your organization, if there is pushback in your marriage, somebody needs to be fired or you need to leave. 
Now in marriage, I don't actually mean leave. I just mean take a pause, go get some Kool-Aid and come back and say a different subject. Okay, babe, let's go do this. I don't mean leave. I mean, leave the energy of the pushback. It says, okay, he told me to get divorced. So we, no, that's not what I said. Just leave the energy of the pushback because you probably can't fire your significant other. It's probably not going to happen. Pushback is the devil's playground. Allow me to explain. Grace, wherever there is confusion, there is poverty. That is 100% of the case because confusion comes from a lack mentality. And God does not do lack. So now it's your job to be thriving in the lack but not to become of the lack, two different prepositions. So you can't be part of the confusion because the moment you do that, you are now vibrating at the devil and not God. And the devil is the author of confusion, the leader of poverty. This is okay. I'm I'm using y'all language so y'all can get what I'm saying. So when I see grace, hey, hey, hey. the Christians okay. don't go like that. You vibrate, we vibrate at the devil because we believe we supposed to have misery and strife to get to God. The, 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 the Christian folks, the saints ain't go like that. I, I was, you know, I was watching something last night on, on Instagram. You, you Christians have, y'all, you have really need to adopt Jehovah Witness and and Muslim, uh, Islamic traditions, y'all need far more education. Like Jehovah Witness got like a whole school that you have to attend. It is what it is. I was watching a clip last night, Grace, on YouTube. I mean, on, on Instagram about a guy. And it was like mad spooky. <clears throat> it was like some demon in the house. Well, it was like a ghost in the house or something. And every time, every time he cut the lights on, it disappear. And he looked and you could see it on camera. And it doesn't matter if it was a hoax or not, that's irrelevant. But I watched all the Christians in the comment going, first thing you should do is plead the blood. Plead, and it was just a whole plead the blood. This, this is where you plead the blood. Okay. <clears throat> My problem with that is y'all have a problem with witchcraft until it's time to cast spells with the blood of Jesus. This is this is this is my issue. This this is my this is my oh, issue. Here. Wow. Yes. Think about what you're actually saying. Because if if I ran a building and it had no cross on it, and I said, we're going to have blood throwing, and we're going to call forth blood healing, you would swear up and down, I can't go in that place. That's satanic. And I'm not telling you pleading the blood of Jesus is not satanic or is satanic because I know what you mean by it. I'm just trying to reply to Trinace's statement. Christians don't know half the stuff y'all be talking about. This is why your scriptures can't work for you. So it's best if you just stop trying to know, period, and just start believing in a vibration that has something to do with giving. 
because you don't need to know the difference between Second Chronicles and Second Corinthians to to win. You don't need to know David Jeremiah or David Smith. You don't need to know any of these people. You just need to have this vibration that is light. It's a whole bunch of blessed Christians or whatever you want to say that don't know nothing about their Bible. But boy, God shows up in their life. And I'm lying, Jerome. I'm, Can I jump in real quick? Please. <laughs> it's crazy that you said that because I have made peace with that, especially with Beat Me, because I tell people, quick, baby, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But I got the belief for it. And I'm just pushing forward within it. And the shit seems to be working out some way, somehow, but I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. But something's happening. Moving um, forward always solves right. all problems. <laughs> and with making peace with that, things have gotten a lot easier. A lot with easier. Beat me. Don't get me wrong. It's still making me oh, pull no, my you, dreads. Oh, you're going you're gonna to punch in the face. You're trying to build a billion-dollar company. You got to have a correct. billion dollars worth of resistance. Correct. First... Yeah, yeah, he can't build a billion dollar company in in ease. No, 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 no. The opposite must show up first, and then he puts ease on top of this trash. I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely trying to get things to life. Listen, I don't know. I'm not telling you don't plead the blood of Jesus. I am telling you that the more you do that. And the more you hate someone lighting incense or saying the universe or saying I'm spiritual, not religious, you're killing your own blessings because your Bible does not say be a mean Christian. So now while you're reading, what you're actually doing is at the vibration of us versus them. And that is not your great commission. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. What if, um, you know, I've never really studied the Bible that deeply. You know, I don't know. I mean, I I pay attention to it more now because I never had time before. It's too busy getting the kids ready to get there and then keeping them still while they were there. So I never paid attention. I had fair. time. And very it's just kind of now that I get to. Uh, but what if you know, you listen to what you said, you know, the way they say it, the universe and all those things. Mm -hmm. I would never say anything about that, but I, I, I don't agree with it. I feel like they're skirting over here instead of coming in. That's fair. And they may miss, you know, I don't know, you know, only, no, only um, you know, when the when they come and take us away, what do they call that? The, 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 the couple of words, the, rapture. Yeah, uh, but the yeah, you know, the great yeah. disappearance. Okay, the, yeah, the great disappearance. You know, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm still here." You know, I'm thinking this because I want everybody to go. Um, so they're still here. Will they? then you know they're going to go through more trials you know it's going to be rougher times right um and they'll go through that but yet they they have that and they'll probably be strong enough to go through it 
and that's my thinking but so i'm i'm just a little bit not sure about that how well, i so, feel so everything you're saying right now is correct though and i'm gonna tell you why yeah. it's correct yeah i'm gonna tell you why it's, it's the motive behind it it is that romans 14 mode remember i had y'all look at romans 14 you're shocked that's in the Bible. Like the entire Romans 14 is exactly what Susan said. I don't know about y'all over there, but I'm not going to make y'all stumble. I ain't got no judgment for you. I'm not saying we're separate. I'm confused, but I'm consistently making sure you are comfortable and I'm reaching out. All that's correct motives. When you say, my argument, Grace, is when you hate, I don't know, listen, I say hate, but when you say no, no witchcraft, no this, no this, no that, but your entire Bible flows from witchcraft, whether you like it or not, it's in there. You got sacrifices, you have an altar. Jerome, if I had an unnamed building with no signage whatsoever, and we gave sacrifices and had an altar on it. You we would... don't have altar calls at in our church. Bible. You know, That's in the Bible, Antonio. That's in the Bible. Exactly. We altar call while we've made altar an adjective in that particular case. Altar still flows from the noun that was an altar. We made it an adjective in that particular case, but it's still that same thing. Go ahead, Phil. Not to mention drinking poison and handling po handling poison snakes. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. And I'm not telling you right wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying adopt Susan's motive because the it, it, way to simplify this drama is real simple. And David does it all the time in your songs. I'm wishing grace upon my enemy. Well, David does it. And the other time David says, get out of here, enemy, smite them. But he doesn't mean for these to be scriptures. You understand? David's just venting in his private life and we made him scriptures. But the goal, grace, is to ask for grace for things you don't understand. Now you're vibrating at the blessed frequency of your faith. It's not to say Janice is wrong and that's why she ain't gonna get it that's a vibration and I'm telling you the the you can look it up you can look it up yourself like what is it the divorce rate for Christians are is 52 percent most poor people on the planet are Christians like wars are started by Christians we we at some point we're gonna have to recognize no matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel we're gonna have to recognize that we claim to be something without getting the blessings of that claim if you serve an unlimited god jerome then you should have access to unlimited blessings comma and according to your scriptures and it should show up in your life to prove that you're a disciple now you ain't gotta like that that's in there antonio ahead, antonio <laughs> see you, you see that i'm gonna try i was gonna try to be quiet but you're gonna make me talk anyway for 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 jerome i can't speak for nobody else in these squares i know for me 
Mm-hmm. I was taught and raised up to believe that the church that I was in and what I, I was being taught was the only way. That's right. That's what I was taught. And not only was I taught that, mm-hmm. I was taught that anybody that doesn't conform, oh yeah, match or match up to that, they outsiders. They they outside. They're they gonna burn. They're they gonna burn and, in hell. And outside God's blessings too. Come on now. Come on now. Now. Here's what's interesting for Jerome. When I was 19 years old, what, 19, 20, 20 years old, and I'm at Fort Stewart, Georgia, okay? And I'm sitting there wrestling with what I was taught and what I was believing and what was going on at the time. Something wasn't right. Something wasn't right. And ultimately, I didn't let what people was teaching me determine where to go from there. Because the one of the things that I knew was what they were teaching wasn't what was for real and it wasn't working for me. So I went back to that book called the Bible because I'm saying, now this is really God's word. If it's inspired by God, then God's going to speak to me through this. And what I realized was that what I was being taught didn't match up to what was in that book. So we got a problem right there. So I start questioning everything, not just the stuff that was convenient for me. I questioned everything. And I, if I ran into you, Mr. Antonio, I would go, okay, great, Mr. Smith, show me in the book. Show me in the book. And and and, and remember, we can't cherry pick scripture, okay? You got to show me that book. You got to give me some old testament. You got to give me some new and boom, boom, boom. Okay, now I'm going to go pray on that and boom, but I'm going to keep it moving. And I'm sitting here thinking right now about Law Loho. And I remember the first day I met him at that conference, okay? Because I needed a place to stay. Okay. And he mm-hmm. said, Yeah, I got a room, but he said, You might not want to be in a room. <laughs> That's fair. That's knew, so fair. He knew my, my religious belief. And I'm sitting there going, Excuse me. And by the time he and I finished talking, we were both laughing <laughs> and we spent the night together. Hello. <laughs> and I'll tell anybody right now that if you got a problem with Law Loho, you got a problem with Jerome Red. There you go. Hello. Come on now. You got a problem because what I what I what I've also learned in this life is, is that as I am traveling, go back to programming, there are things in my life that I need to continually work on and work on and work on. And then maybe when I finish getting all that to fix, I can go over to law and say, hey law, you got anything I can work on? But notice, let him tell, let him say, oh drone, help me with this. Not me say, well, you know, because you do that. Or because you say that, or because you dress that way, there got to be something wrong with you. Excuse me, that isn't what I've been called to. I've and, been called to be the example. And don't call unclean what I Come have on, made man. clean. Written in the book, he is a he's a creature, mm. and a human being that was mm. created by God. And what am I supposed to do? How can you love the cre- creator and not love the creature that was created by the creator? Oh my God, but we say that so much, but don't see, we, we don't, Jerome? But see, we don't, but we don't do that. We go, oh, exactly. if you are this persuasion, you're that persuasion, then we automatically cast you into hell and you go, uh-uh. Right. So I knew there right. was, see, I knew there was something wrong with that. And here was the other part. I didn't have the answers with that to say, well, blah, 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 blah. but that wasn't, that isn't what he called. He didn't call me to say, now, Jerome, you go out there and find all those people who are different, and then you go, that ain't what he called me to do. Right. He called me to be an example and a reflection of him. And what is that? To love them as myself. Right. Ooh, do right. I make mistakes? Do I do so things? We sure skip over that one, though, Jerome. That's another now. one. 
Come on. So I, I, just had to, I, have I just loved had to, you. I just had to speak up on that because you know we and I, and I'm saying this to the Christians. That's the way I was taught. It's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And if it, if they don't fit into that, and I'm telling you, a lot that I was taught and 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 heard, it was a bunch of garbage. And I'm yes. I'm done like that. But 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 that book. Oh, I'm down with that book. But see, but right. the thing is, right? But the book. But the point is, I don't understand everything in the book. So the stuff I do understand, I receive, and the stuff I don't understand, I accept by faith, and I keep it moving. And if you got something to say about that, I want to listen because maybe you, who is a creator by God, God has shared something with you that He ain't shared with me yet, yeah. and I need to hear what you got to say because I might learn something from you. Absolutely, it's like you might learn something from me. Hello, absolutely. absolutely. That's what Susan was tolerant. saying. Yeah, I'm confused, uh, but. I ain't making nobody over there stumble though. So I just I had to <laughs> yeah. had to say something because I'm like, nah, you should have. You you brought up two. You 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 love them like I have loved you. That ain't got nothing. Oh, you gay? No, 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 no. No, that's not what your Christ said. Love and forgiveness. <laughs> Shannon Clark has the best saying. She said it by accident one day. Just mad. She said, just, just man. She said, we want God to say to people we like. And I never forgot that. Never, ever forgot that. Wow. I mean, the accuracy of that. The, the accuracy of that. The whole point of this was ease and programming. Ease. Now, you activate that by giving. Giving doesn't just have to be money. And Tony's the other way to activate ease? Sure it is. It's infinite ways. Do I need to remember them? No, give. That giving is a vibration. <clears throat> it then orders. Just know that when you start receiving pushback, Adonia, now you got to pause. Now it becomes, does God tell me to swim upstream to get his blessings? And the answer is no. The answer is no. 100% no. So if you're getting pushback, you're not supposed to be there. See, I didn't say if you're programming, I gave you me and Adonia, I gave you two different examples. If Adonia keep telling me something and I'm not listening, but I'm not pushing back, she, Adonia now in that relationship, husband and wife must say, well, that's my husband. He's going to be who he is. I'll just take care of us this way. But if I'm pushing back, we need some counseling now. (laughs) There's a separation now because having a marriage upstream is not what you're supposed to be doing. And and, and and y'all be killing me about the, the, don't be unevenly yoked. That has nothing to do with religion. It's even in your scriptures. That's not First Corinthians, Jerome. That man, when he said unevenly yoke, he then gave permission for Christians to go be with Gentiles, to go be with this, because it's only one in Christ, is what Paul said. It's in there if you keep reading. Unevenly yoke means if Adonia is trying to buy rental property and I'm trying to buy candy bars and rims, we may not be able to get along. It, unevenly yoked don't mean if she got an 800 credit score and I got a 300 credit score 
I don't even think they go that low. They may do. 350, I think it was a 350. 350 credits to it. That don't mean that I'm going to be yoked because I could have just changed. Now, I need her to pour into me so I can become at her level. But if I ain't got no intentions, well, don't you might want to say, <laughs> you're not going to mess up my credits. And you know she will say this. The best relationships, I don't want to say that. There are many successful relationships. There we go. That have two strong-willed people operating in harmony. I'm telling y'all, you end up resenting somebody when all your blessings come from them. I'll just let that hang there for a little bit, Jerome. If I was right, wait, 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 say that again. I need to repeat that one. You end up resenting someone when all your blessings come from them. If I was writing the book and I put comma and Antonio let his words hang in the air for a while, well, then he continued. <laughs> that's not that's what I would do, Jerome. Okay, that's that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, we so. So, 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 you know, I told you all my friend is getting a divorce after 27 years. This is correct. I forgot all about your friend. And same on me. a lot of his blessings have been coming based on her. So I wonder what his life is going to be like without her and the fact that he's trying to play her. This is a great, This I'm glad you brought this up because everybody gets what they deserve, good or bad. Right. And, and, and But here's the deal. We believe this for bad, but we have such programming against thinking it the same thing for good. We 100% know that this guy's going to pay. Is anybody that think this guy's not going to pay? So, Even you know, that says, was a conversation she and I had. Um, I said, what I think you need to do is I think after all these years, you need to choose Kendra for a change. And I think about the kids and I think about him. Choose him because we always get what we deserve hey. all the time. And she now said, what? This. I say, you always get what mm -hmm. you deserve, good or bad. But that's so hard for us to believe because we know he going to get got. But then, Susan, when it's time for us to believe that we done put 25 years in somebody and got nothing to show for it, that's that's when we start going, we start getting real feel balanced. No, no, no. That's 25 years of multiplied blessings that are in store for you. You just have not asked your God for that experience. <laughs> Get out of my driveway. It's coming. Have you asked? I'm have gone forty plus years. Forty plus years. You get it? Have you gone to the throne of grace boldly? And that, that, Jerome, tell her what I just did right there, Jerome. Yeah, he, right after this call. <laughs> I haven't done that. Just tell me, I'm guilty. I haven't done it, so don't call on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scripture, y'all. Go to the throne of grace boldly and make your request known 
Talk to me. Talk to me. I can't let you. I can't let you lose me. Okay, so so I'm feeling some kind of way. So so it sounds like two things. Mm -hmm. I'm getting. I'm hearing two messages. So going to the throne is asking to me. Okay, what's the lesson here, or what should I be learning, or what should I do, or what do I? I'm supposed to know, or or asking in spite of whatever this is guide me oh i'm good i mean i'm confused yeah 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 no no good very good oh so you just blessed in this particular case it's going to be both but but and i'm not taking the easy way out let me explain why it's both the here's the answer the, here's the very specific answer and you'll see why when i hear the answer you see why it's both your job is to have an experience but you can only have one at a time sometimes you have to ask for a different experience that's why it's both you, you get it that's why it's both Adonis absolutely correct it's only it sound like you sound like you need to go ask well you don't need to go ask but sometimes you've lost so much asking is your way out I'll give you a great example for this Peter opened his mouth and got out the boat and start walking on water. Doubted, drowned, and then opened his mouth and got saved. Sometimes, did, did you see what I just did there? Sometimes, if you drowning, you need to ask not to drown. You will make profit holler. Okay. Just, oh, all right. Now, just to, but to simplify that, you cannot lose. It's impossible. The universe don't work that way. The ground don't work that way. Forming don't work that way. Sailing don't work that way. There's not a single thing that that is in the economy of planet Earth that loses anything. This, our oxygen is carbonated and nitrogen is so whatever, and it recycles over and over. We are still breathing the same air we breathed in 1980. Nothing in this universe is lost. Energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed. So we know this scientifically. Sometimes we have to ask a higher consciousness, can you help me get out of this situation and get back in the science of these things? That's the only reason why it's both. But forget the asking part. If you got programming that stops you from asking, don't ask. I'm not, why would I make you go upstream? It doesn't make sense. Just know if you put all your eggs in one basket, you're going to resent that basket. If all your blessings are coming from this one job or this one, at some point, you're going to resent that thing. And in order not to resent that thing, it's time to start giving. Now, in this particular case, Adonia starts giving to her podcast. See it? See what I just did? Giving to her book. See what I just did? And the problem eliminates itself. But you make it sound so simple. Because it is. Man, don't, Jerome, I'm thinking the same thing. Now I feel like I'm the brightest chip in the bag. Like, why can't I figure that one out? For real? It is that simple. 
It really you know is. No, nah, fair enough. Nah, the nah, the discipline is stay on that road and nah, believe is absolute bullshit. bullshit. You right. You you're right. No, you're right. It, the discipline to stay on it, to keep doing it, to believe for to wait for that time delay, that is absolute bullshit. It really is. But the simplicity of life is that simple. Okay, Jerome. If Mr. Smith, I am going to, I'm going to take what you said. I'm going to receive it and try it for thirty days. Best of my and the best of my programming. I'm going to apply it, okay. and then I'm going to give you some feedback. <laughs> I, listen to me. Like I've been it. going through. Listen to me. I've been going through something yep. internally, yep, and spiritually that that is rocking me. It's really, really rocking Man. me. But but here's the other part, and it's undeniable. It's undeniable. Yeah, I see the progress. I see the growth. I see the harvest. So. I can't get away from that. Yep. But there's still some stuff that's rocking me. Sure. And I, so I'm so I'm gonna take you at your word and then I'm gonna come back to you later. Do you hear me, Mr. Smith? I got I, I, I got you. Right. I'm so looking forward to it too. I'm so looking forward to it. Go ahead, Phil. It's simple, but not easy. Right. Right. Right, which is when it Thanks, Phil. Well when, when I say it's simple, but it's bullshit. Like, like, like that's he just said easy. It's simple, but the commitment to stay dedicated to it, it really, that, that time delay is deadly. It's deadly. There's something about that time delay that when you don't have the right programming in place to enjoy the time delay, we, we got clever words for it. Enjoy the process, stay present, stay in flow. Like we got all sorts of great words for it. It's all saying the same thing. When you don't have programming in place to know Let's take Adonia for example. Adonia had to give to her podcast, and she's gonna do it. I know she's gonna do it. And then it's gonna like everybody else. It's gonna hit her. Is anybody listening to me? Like she's gonna wonder this. I don't see any comments. And then she's gonna she gonna come here. Y'all subscribe to my podcast. Ain't nobody gonna move. You know, no, we probably moving our fingers, but but her brain won't see that. Her brain won't see. You know, it wasn't nobody gonna move. And then somewhere a month later, that 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 hawk gonna show up. You know, ain't nobody listening to you, don't you? You ain't gonna never, you're gonna be just like, and I have no I have no idea what it just like is, but she's got something in place that's going, and that is part of the process. It's a beautiful part of the process. Without it, we can't enjoy it. I give you these great examples. My so my my kids now are trying to live their dream. This is the now not in see. Remember, I told you, be careful what you say on stage, because there's always something behind the stage. I'm gonna give you the behind the stage first. I homeschool my kids, so they have the opportunity to do this when no one else does. That's the behind the stage. You got it, Renee. This is behind the stage. You probably can't do this. I can. Deanna can't do this. Don's not homeschool. I can. My little girl started gymnastics. She's she's incredibly flexible. We're probably two or three years. Well, they told us we two or three years late, but I rejected that shit immediately. You don't tell me that my baby late. My baby's a natural. She don't need, you know, Hakeem Olajuwon just started basketball until he was 16 or something. So don't tell me that she late. That's your words. You talking about for the average person. My daughter ain't average. You know, you gotta, you gotta have that bravado about you, Jerome. You understand what I'm saying? You know, because she 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 wants to be in gymnastics and she she wants to go to the Olympics, which makes sense though, because when you think about 
all the American, when you think about all the American U.S. Open champions that have existed since the year 2000, it's four black women. When you think about all the, except for like one or one of the American Olympus who have won since like 2004, they're young black women. So these kids have access to the internet and are seeing something we didn't get to see as kids. So she wants to be an Olympic champion. I don't know who put that into it. I just know until she changed her mind, we going in. So I, I reached out to a friend of mine, got the three pro, got the three schools that's in this area. We got one. It costs $152 a month and a $35 setup. It just got that information yesterday. We going to get this. Is that in gymnastics and tumbling and all that? Yeah, that's really cool. My kids did that, but they kind of fizzled. But my niece went really far with it. Um, And now she teaches. No doubt. And I I, I told her, I I told, I told uh, Monique, I was like, that's going to be on you. I'm going to pay for it. But I can't go to the gym. You got to do that. She was like, "I'm ready." Like this, we want to split up. Like this awesome <laughs> discipline. The I discipline alone, let alone all the other yep. stuff with it. Yeah, she gonna get. be there every day and all sorts of stuff. So I was like, "Get your schedule together." I said that last night. Get your schedule together. I got nothing to do. Right, yeah, I did together. all that. You have to be there, and you know, when they're younger, you kind of want to stay. Mm-hmm. don't want to leave because you don't know what's going to happen but right. then start feeling better and you can go run an errand or two and come back or read a book exactly. or whatever exactly and luckily Thank for you. me monique is so family oriented so luckily for me yeah. it's, it's a blessing yeah it's, it's a blessing for sure well the, she'll have fun with it too meeting mm-hmm. all the other people yeah absolutely my my youngest son wants to be a musician I want to say I don't know where it came from, but I used to do musicians so hard. So it makes, yeah, it makes sense to him. It makes total sense. And he wants to be like Prince. Now he just asked me last night, can he go to like a camp? So Deanna looked that up <clears throat> last night. So we bought him a guitar plus an amp and all that stuff. Remember, these are things we can do that y'all can't because I don't have, there's no school for them. School is me and now Grace. <laughs> we can do this. And then my oldest, I got him on a plan now. He was like, I'm going to go back to school. That's fine, but let, let you know, you can go back to school. Or here's your other option. He wants the other option now because he wants to be an NBA point guard. And I was like, you can go to school. I could put you in a bunch of AAU tournaments, and then we could put you on the path for you to get some big NIO agreements, send you to the G League, then you get picked up, and you're going to straight to NBA draft. It's up to you. But if you're in school, you can't do these things. You say, oh, well, I want, I want that one. All right, like, <laughs> it's up to you, right? He said he wants to meet people in front. Okay, well, you're going to be outside all day. So we got one is the oldest is on AAU. He's, he played basketball at, in the middle of the night and down the season. And then the middle one is doing making beats. He's he's producing. I got two albums coming out. I got this one. He's producing the other. So you'll see this album. And then after this album, he's going to produce that album. I told him, you're going to produce that whole album. This is what he's doing. And then the, the little girl's going to gymnastics. And all of this is because they're going to have to develop their own programming now. This is why I'm bringing this up. And my only job, Adonia, 
is hopefully I've done a good enough job for when they fail and they will. Are they going to get back up and get back on whatever that they fail? I don't know. I sure hope so. If not, I'm going a, I'm to a be the other coach. Get back on there. Get on there. Get on there. I'm going to be the other coach. Right? I'm going to be the other coach instead of the calm one. I might have to be the yelling in the face coach. Come on. We don't lose. That ain't how we do it. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Like to call in I do not. I didn't even say nothing to you, Siri. And I don't even okay. talk to that person. Okay. Sorry. Antonio, sometimes they, you know, they may start with one thing and that's not quite what it was. And they may go to another. Our chat ended up, you know, after doing all the other sports, he ended up going the nationals and placing right. nationals in Taekwondo. Right. And then he did wrestling in high school, which I couldn't stand to watch that. But that kind of flowed in from the Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he tried baseball, all the other things. Mm -hmm. Of course, he loved golf, too. But, you know, you don't know the first round whether that's going to be it or not, just to let you know. And we'll figure, <laughs> luckily for, for life, they're going to get Close doors until they figure it out. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the way it works. You beat up. We got. We got to wrap this up. But, Dan, back to you. You you can't be raising Don wrong because you're giving. And as long as you're giving, you're winning. I keep trying to help y'all. I, I I keep I keep trying to help you. As long as you're giving, you're winning because it's just other you. It's other you. It's other you. Give me five minutes and we'll we get out of here. I was this morning, no, yesterday, I was working on Phil and I'm just editing. They work on a book, but I'm just editing Phil and Susan's book. And I, I text Susan. I don't think that was yesterday. I was on the plane the day before. The day before. I was working on it. Now that I know what to do, I just got to go back and take out all the other information that I left in. Easy. It should be, I should be done 24, 48 hours. Working on something for Jerome. And so what I'm, and that I sent two chapters to somebody else yesterday that I am ghostwriting for. So what I'm doing now, like right now, is I'm spending like my first three or four hours, I getting up early to spend my first three or four hours on me, okay, on me. But it's like five in the morning, all the way to eight, okay, all the way into eight in the morning. And then after that, from like eight to noon, all right, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this for everybody else. And then after that, it's back to me. And if I tell y'all how much of a blessing this is, I will. I want to end with it. I'm going to use Adonia again. She's always a great example because she's strong-willed. She's a high performer. And she has a goal that most people on the planet has not done ever. Top 1%, making your job your first client. That's a that's a top 1% goal if I've ever heard one. She's going to have to, or she's already done it. She's going to organize her day. Fine. But forget the, forget the method, Jerome. What I said was energy. I'm going to start off with me. I know I keep telling you how to serve people, but until you fill you up first, when you go serve them, it ain't even good enough. See, when I touched Phil and Susan book today, it's because I didn't 
murdered already this particular chapter or the beginning of it that I was already doing. So now my vibration is higher than it would have been because I'm stoked about what I was doing at five, six in the morning. So now when I touch their stuff, it has the Midas touch, right? Gold, it has the light on it and all the stuff like that. And then after, after that, then I go back to me because now I've served four different people and it went back to me. Now, when I touch my stuff again, I'm still in a higher vibration because I don't went, filled myself up, served others. Now it's even better than when I return. So when I come right after this call, the first thing I'm going to do is drink some water. That's the first thing I'm going to do. After I drink some water, I'm going to get back on my computer and I got four different books to go through and I'm going to go through them. Right? I'm going to go through them. And I'm going to do them four, four hours at a time until I'm done. So it should be 48, 72 hours, something like that until I'm done. I purposely told the NFL, I'm, I'm, I'm more than like, I'm not showing up this week so I can get every single thing on my plate. Well, I don't have my, I don't really have a plate. I want to get all, I want to get Jerome, his stuff. I want to get Phil, their stuff. And then it's, it's, it's somebody else that I don't want to name, give them them, them their stuff, et cetera. It's about time. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to do that just, just for this particular week. And the cool thing about that is if you go back to Adonia, the only way she's going to be successful, I don't say only way because the universe is infinite. One of the best ways she's going to be successful is to adopt that same philosophy. She does this call, obviously, for her. And she goes to work. But at work, she's going to have to do something for her again. Or when she can off, like, she's going to split the day to where it's saying, okay, I'll do you. But after... I put myself in this high vibration. And then when I'm finished with you, I'm going to take that serving, giving energy that I just did. And before I get tired, or even when I am tired, I'm going to touch my podcast. Why am I going to touch my podcast? Because I'm vibrating that giving right now. So whatever I touch has to be blessed, according to Antonio, by law of the universe. And I'm going to be like, Jerome, I'm going to test it out for 30 days. Antonio? Yes, sir. I want to say something that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you for this. Yes, sir. With everything that I'm going through, I said there's something something going on in the background. And I don't need to share what it is. It just, I know what it is. Understood. But the thing that is so nice about it is, and this and this came from you, sir. Not only is everything perfect, yeah. I'm not behind. I'm not behind. Man. And you know what? That is that is so freeing that is so liberating i'm not but i'm exactly where i need to be i'm not behind i just wanted i want you to hear that thank you for that i wanted melissa to hear that and i wanted the group the the folks here to hear that i'm not behind i'm right where i need to be that's the perfect place to end this call i know we think 12 10 12 i'm in at 12 16, 10, 16. I know we need to win as mind, body, mind, body, spirit complex. And I know we need to. And I'm not even going to semantically get the word need out of your vocabulary. We'll address that later at a different time. What if I can convince you that you already won without making it religious? without making it um, a cliche, 
what if I can prove to you scientifically that the battle is already yours without it being a Yolanda Adams song? Just genuinely proving to you that the battle is already yours. It's already won. And the best way I can do that is to get this linear thinking of time out of your mind. Before Phil existed at this present day, when he was little knucklehead in Catholic school, this day still existed. There, they were on the same timeline. He was always this. See, the problem was the nuns couldn't see they were talking to 72 year old Phil. That, that was the problem. <laughs> That's the truth. Because back then he was tapping into this consciousness in school. And you can't do that as a kid in school because you got to know your role and shut your mouth, right? You, you can't do that. You, you, you can't do that. We want our kids to be quiet and be grown so we can deal with you. But time is not as linear as you think. <clears throat> I got two minutes left to convince you that, Deanna, you already won. I don't mean that by faith. I mean that by science. There's a version of you on a timeline that you've already did this. And I don't mean some future timeline. I don't mean reincarnation. I mean, 20 years from now, you're still going to be alive. And the thing you're panicking about today it's going to be so insignificant to you. And that should be hope for all of you that your job is to go out into the present and pull that back. I'm mean, going out into the future. I'm thinking time's not linear. Go out into a present future. Right? That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> go out into the future and pull that into the present. I'm saying it so y'all can understand it because that's not the way I'm actually saying it in my head. Go out into the future, future is present. Go out into the future present and pull it into this one. So with one minute left, listen to me very well. If you meditate, don't worry about being still and all that stuff. If you pray, don't worry about that. Pray, give thanks first, and then get to this vibration, this feeling to where there's a you with God that already fixed the thing you're praying for. And then ask that version of you, what did you do? I know you don't know how you're going to afford the $15,000 a month for what you have to do. I am talking to someone very specifically. But there is a version of you, blank, he knows exactly who I'm talking to, that has already done it. And more than likely, you didn't even need to do it. Didn't even need to do it. But the path to that 15,000 blessed you because after that situation is in the Lord's hand, I'll say, now you got the skills for the 15,000 a month. And that might be what God is doing. You know who I'm talking to. And that's how this works. Out there in the future, it's already done. I want to tell you, enjoy the process. I've run out of time. I want to tell you, don't worry about it. You're not even going to listen to that. You have programmers that's not going to let you do that. But I can tell you that your idea of time 
is truly distorting you from your idea of being blessed. You are both upon my last words, upon applying to school for college, you scheduled your graduation. And if you can, oof, that gave me chills. If you can think about, if you can think about your life that way, that when you enrolled four years later, you scheduled graduation and nobody can do anything about that. And that is how your business is working. You show up and you apply for your blessing. You don't have to earn it. Down, i write everything I'm going to say down because this is, this is my last words. Stop trying to earn your blessings. Stop praying for your blessings. And just know when you showed up to the application, God called you worthy of the graduation. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can't dominate. I have no idea what today is. Diana, if you can tell us what we're doing today, but love you, everybody. I have no idea what today is. I'm, I'm, love you more. Today, oh, today is Tuesday. Oh, so we're doing Phil and Susan. Okay, there we go. Yes. And I forgot who Grace said was speaking. That's okay. If you, Trinace is speaking. Oh, yeah, and if, you, if you show up, you get some giving and your blessings. All right. Amen. <clears throat> love, love you, everybody. Love you more. Love you more. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.